to Natural MD Radio, your place to hear the whole truth on health and medicine for women and children and get the tools you need to take back your health naturally starting now. I'm Dr. Aviva Ram. Topic of allergies is so important to me that I created a course on it called Allergy Epidemic. Why is it so important to me? Well, it's not just that runny noses and itchy eyes or itchy skin are so horrible, although having suffered from allergies terribly as a kid, I do know how uncomfortable they can be. But allergies are the tip of an iceberg of a bigger problem that's facing our kids. We're living in a world that has so many triggers and disruptors to the immune system that allergies are the surface of what we see but they are a harbinger of other problems that can result long-term from dysfunctions in the immune system, including things like overweight, obesity, and diabetes. So today I'm thrilled to bring to you a guest who I actually discovered over 30 years ago when I was a young mom trying to figure out how to feed my own first child healthy in that transition from breastfeeding to food. And I was a very allergenic kid. My husband's family also very allergenic. We each have brothers who struggled with severe asthma as children. And so I didn't want to pass that on to my kids. So I got Dr. Gallen's book, Super Immunity for Kids, and used that as a guide It is a real honor and pleasure to share with you a conversation that I had with Dr. Galland and his son, Jonathan. Leo Galland, the dad, is a medical doctor, and he is a board-certified internist, and he's a recognized leader in integrative medicine. He was educated at Harvard as well as NYU School of Medicine, and he won the very prestigious Linus Pauling Award for his trailblazing vision that created a bold new approach toward healing. Author of The Fat Resistance Diet, Power Healing, and Super Immunity for Kids, he's the director of the Foundation for Integrated Medicine, a nonprofit educational organization. He's appeared on The Today Show, Good Morning America, PBS, CNN, MSNBC, and Fox, and I'm just thrilled to have him here today. It's also a pleasure to have him joined by his son, Jonathan Galland, who is an attorney, and he's also a leader with his dad and a primo researcher in the field of integrative health education, and he writes for HuffPo and Mind Body Green. Jonathan is also the CEO of Pill Advised, a website that brings together integrated medicine and environmental health. Together, the two of them are trying to change the world one family at a time, but also really change the environment by raising awareness of the global impact of industrialization and climate change on our individual personal health. Thank you for joining me, and I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. I am so delighted to have joining me today Dr. Leo Galland. And his son, which makes it especially fun, Jonathan Galland, who is an attorney. I've got a lawyer and a doctor on my phone. This is just a, like, what, the Jewish doctor mother's dream or something like that. <laughs> I am especially just honored to have you both. And 
Leo, I have to tell you a, a little fact that you probably don't know. I have a 32-year-old son. So I actually got a copy of your book, Super Immunity for Kids. It had to be about 1986 or 87. Does that sound about when it was available? Yeah, that's when it came out. Yep. So when I was um, a young mom and a home birth midwife herbalist, I wanted to transition from breastfeeding and start introducing foods to my son in the absolute healthiest way I could. And at that time I was a vegetarian, you know, 19, early 19, mid 1980s, we were all still kind of figuring it out. So having a kid on that early curve of this healthy eating was a little bit scary. So thank you for doing that work so ahead of the curve because it was exactly what I needed at the time. And it really helped me to raise healthy kids. And just a little bit of background on that is that I had terrible allergies growing up. My brother had allergies and severe asthma. He was hospitalized many times with asthma attacks. And my husband's side of the family also has quite a bit of allergies. And my four kids have none. And so, you know, I want to thank you for the good insights you gave me back in the day. And it's a pleasure to have you here today. That, that's fantastic. I'm so glad to hear that. You know, when that book was, uh, was Super Immunity for Kids, when that was published in England, they called it Allergy Prevention for Kids. And with you and, and your husband both having allergies, the likelihood that, that each of your kids would have allergies, if you look at standard statistics, is 70%. So the fact that you were able to raise four kids who are allergy-free is a real tribute to the work that you've done with your family. And I'm, I'm just thrilled to hear that the work that I was doing so many years ago was helpful to you. It was. Uh, because that, was, that work that I did in uh, allergy prevention for kids and super immunity for kids, that was the forerunner of this work that is in the allergy solution now. Um, of course, there's been so much research since then. Yes, there yeah. has. And let's talk about what's happened in that 30 years, because we've seen a dramatic, I mean, really kind of explosive rise in all forms of allergies. I mean, to the point I have a four-year-old granddaughter, and when she was three, I was picking her up from preschool one day, and I asked her what she ate for lunch, and she told me she had noodles, that she really wanted peanut butter and jelly, but she couldn't have it because too many of her friends had peanut allergies. And I thought, wow, a three-year-old telling me this really says something. But the rates of allergies, asthma, eczema, and then along with it, a lot of behavioral and mental health issues have escalated. So what, what made you guys decide to partner up and write this book right at this time now? Well, it is precisely because of the explosive increase in allergies, which really have reached epidemic proportions. Uh, there are a billion people in the world who have allergies today. In the United States, somewhere between 30 and over 50% of people have allergies. I mean, in a place like New York, virtually everybody does. It's the new normal. And not so long ago, it was kind of considered an an unusual and quirky phenomenon. And as we looked at the causes of this, I'm a clinician, so I'm interested in the treatment of patients and the reversal of illness. John has a particular interest in the environment, and he has a legal background and is a great researcher. So we looked at all of the 
reasons, all of the changes that have occurred in the world that would account for this epidemic. And we came up with an understanding of it that is really grounded in what the science shows, which is there is an interaction between three facets of our environments, which have been changing dramatically, and the, and the diets, the food that people eat. And food impacts on susceptibility to allergy at each level of environmental change. And those three levels are the outdoor environment, which is something that all of us share, and where pollution drives allergy through several mechanisms that I'd love to talk about. The indoor environment, which has not received the attention that it deserves because there are so many chemical toxins in our homes that have been proven to increase allergies. Uh, and then the internal environment, the environment in our GI tracts, the microbiome there, which is, an, which is an area that I've written and lectured about and researched for over 30 years, and which is finally getting the attention that it deserves. And, and the food that we eat impacts on our susceptibility to the induction of allergy through disturbances in each of those levels of the environment. And that's a, the program that we put together based on that research is a way to help people protect themselves and their families and reverse the factors that cause allergy. Leo and Jonathan, I have a question for you. Everybody knows what it feels like to have hay fever or they know somebody who has hay fever. And interestingly, I was doing some research on allergies last year and I discovered that the term hay fever really it didn't even exist until the 1800s and people started to get urbanized and lose contact with the soil and farm animals. And the rich were the ones who were the most detached from nature and actually had the most allergies. And so people started to see having allergies as a status symbol of wealth. But everybody knows what hay fever, runny nose, itchy eyes. Most people know what asthma means. But what are some of the more hidden or insidious conditions or symptoms that people are struggling with nowadays that are allergic, but people don't know they're allergic? Well, I'm so glad you asked that question, Aviva. Um, what we've been finding is that you may not think of yourself as allergic. Your nose doesn't run or your skin doesn't itch. But uh, if you have a common complaint that just go, won't go away, like you might have inability to lose weight, Fatigue is another uh, common symptom of allergy, could be brain fog, and you're not satisfied with simply masking the symptoms with more pills, then you would need a solution. So, um, you know, we ask people if you have any unexplained symptom, it could be bloating, constipation or diarrhea, depression or anxiety, uh, perhaps headaches, insomnia. Uh, joint pain, stomach aches. Uh, the research and also uh, Dr. Gallen's uh, clinical experience shows that allergy, a hidden allergy, can often be the culprit. And so I'm hearing with all the symptoms that you described, probably an underlying component of inflammation. Is that what you see as the root that's really triggering this immune dysregulation? Oh, yeah. Well, Inflammation is a key component of the mechanisms by which allergy 
makes people sick. And it does create a kind of a vicious cycle in which inflammation causes further immune imbalance, which creates further allergy. So there's this snowball effect. Although I would say that at the root of what produces allergy is a type, a specific type of immune deficiency, which uh, again has many causes. But there's, uh, you know, people tend to think of allergy as being an resulting from excessive immune function. But before you get to the excessive function and the imbalance, there is a deficit. And that deficit or deficiency is a deficiency in the activity of a group of immune cells called Tregs or regulatory T cells. And the main function of these cells is to keep everything in check. It's to make sure that the immune responses are well-coordinated. And people with allergies have defective function of, the, of these regulators. Uh, and that's why their inflammatory reactions can go off the rails, because the regulators are not working properly. Uh, and the factors that impair the function of these regulators are the environmental factors and the nutritional factors that I mentioned earlier. So our program works by helping the Tregs work better. It is basically an immune restorative program rather than a symptom suppression program. People can remember it by T-Rex, don't you think? T-Rex, we need to, we need to get yeah. more T-Rex. So Tregs, <laughs> these regulatory T-cells are just such an important part of controlling all this other inflammation that we have in our body. How is it that these environmental factors or triggers and nutritional deficiencies impair those? What, what happens in the body? You know, I mean, there are many, many things that go on, and it depends on um, the level of the environment where the damage is occurring. And I'll just give you, like, three examples. So we'll start with the external environment. And, and the factors in the external environment that contribute to allergies basically automotive and industrial pollution. And uh, the rising CO2 levels as a result of that pollution actually increase the growth of allergenic plants and they make the plants more allergenic. Uh, poison ivy increases phenomenally if you increase the CO2 level a little, a little bit and it produces more of the major allergen that people's skin reacts to. Ragweed pollen goes up phenomenally and will produce five times as much pollen if it's growing in the inner city as, as if it's growing in the, out in the country. And this pollen is actually damaging. It damages the lining of your respiratory tract because it contains an enzyme that produces inflammation. And so what you need really is the one-two punch of oxidative damage due to the enzyme, that is a, a sort of nonspecific inflammation that occurs. It's just because of the toxic effects of pollen and then diesel exhaust particles add to it and, and other aspects of automotive pollution add to it. And then the allergic response that occurs in the body. So fundamentally you have this, you have toxins driving the allergy epidemic and disabling 
T regulatory cells and damaging the lining surfaces of the body. Now that's outdoors. You go indoors, uh, there are 100,000 chemicals that we bring into our homes inadvertently without even knowing that we're bringing them in because they're hidden in, in soaps and shampoos and clothing and furnishings and cleaning solutions. And many of these do the same thing. They, um, they damage the lining cells of our bodies and they, and by doing that, disable the local immune responses and the T regulatory cells and create a situation in which allergy can occur. And then they provide allergens that sort of are the icing on the cake. And then internally, well, there, there are really two internal factors that are important. One is just the modern Western diet, which is full of refined foods and unhealthy fats and sugars and depleted of fiber and bioflavonoids and, and other things that encourage the growth of beneficial bacteria. And then there are all the antibiotics and the pesticides and the herbicides. And what these do is they just devastate the healthy protective bacteria in our GI tracts, encourage the growth of inflammation-producing bacteria, and that creates this phenomenon called leaky gut. So we have leaky lungs and leaky skin and leaky gut, all due to these toxic effects. Uh, and then the body's response to that is allergy. And one of the things that isn't really understood about allergies is allergic reactions are actually protective responses. If you think about the symptoms, sneezing, itching, diarrhea, vomiting, uh, scratching, coughing, even the wheezing of asthma. These are all ways in which your body attempts to keep toxic substances out. And so it is the overload of toxins that creates the situation in which your body falls back on this allergic reactivity. And, and so what we've done is we put a program together that starts with detoxification, with the enhancement of detoxification abilities in your body, and uses that as the basis for reconstituting healthy immune function. So really dealing with the root causes of allergy, not just the suppression of symptoms. And the thing that was so exciting in putting this book together was discovering that all of the things that I do in my practice and all of the things we were incorporating into the book actually is grounded in science, in scientific studies that have shown that if you take these steps, you will reverse allergy. Uh, most of these studies have not been done in the U.S., unfortunately. Uh, they've been done in other parts of the world because there is, there is a kind of a bias against uh, a deep understanding of allergy in this country, which I think is related to the over-reliance on pharmaceuticals to suppress symptoms. Absolutely. And industry would have to do a lot of reckoning and a lot of changing if we were to face what we're really doing to our environment with industrial living. And that would require some pretty wholesale changes. I was just reading an article yesterday morning about food additives 
and the numerous different additives that are commonly in our foods or that are accidentally in our foods, things like solvents that are used in extraction processes that may find their way into our body through legally acceptable low limits, but enough legally acceptable low limits in a lot of different foods eventually adds up. And the relationship between food additives and leaky gut, and the list just goes on and on and on. So we'd have to really return or shift to a completely different way of living without so much reliance on industry. I mean, it sounds like even what you're talking about with increased CO2 emissions, I had no idea. I mean, when I think about things like global warming, I think about the shift in where infectious diseases are reaching. So classically tropical diseases because of global warming are moving north, for example. But I hadn't really thought about the shift in plant ecology and sort of demographics and human allergies. We're really, we're kind of digging our own grave to not be too morbid about it, but you know what I mean. And so how do we get out of that? I mean, because these are problems that the individual is facing, but are systemic and social. So what can the individual, what can a mom do if she's got an allergenic kid? What can a family do if they're, they're struggling with this? Well, that's exactly why we wrote the allergy solution to really change uh, and shake up how the world thinks about allergy, health, and our relationship um, to the environment. So we offer a solution in the, in the form of, uh, there's a chapter that we provide, it's called uh, Mission Detoxable. And we invite you to join us on this mission to uh, come up with some really creative and fun ways to decrease the amount of toxins that you and your family are exposed to, uh, which in turn will help save the planet, even if just a little bit, by, by less toxins being produced, um, by, by going organic, by buying you know, food that's organic, that, that there's, the farmers then don't have to spray all those pesticides, the earth doesn't have to you know, soak up all those pesticides. So you know, one of the things is um, uh, Mission Detoxable. And then we also offer a nutritional program uh, that goes through uh, a, a three-day power wash, basically to, um, to clear the tracks, uh, and then leads to a diet, a special nutritional program called the Immune Balance Diet that can help prevent and build up your strength. You, you can start to balance your immunity so that you can fight back uh, against allergies. So there's the good news is from the research and, and uh, Dr. Gallen's clinical practice is that there are a ton of things that, that um, once we bring them to light that you can, you can do to make the situation better. Yeah, I mean the, great, the really great news for individuals is that even if you can't personally reverse climate change, that – there is nonetheless so much that you can do to protect yourself and your families. And if enough people do this, it will impact on the planet as a whole. In the meantime, if you take these steps, you'll be able to accomplish what you accomplished for your kids, which is to raise allergy-free kids. And if they already have allergies, to begin reversing the allergies. It starts with 
recognizing whether the problems that you or your family members are facing are allergic, and then with taking simple steps in your home environment to free it from the toxins that that uh, make their way into so many homes, and some basic nutritional steps which begin feeding and supporting your T-regulatory cells. There is a very exciting study that came out of UCLA uh, that looked at how a component of broccoli could actually help protect your body against a more powerful negative reaction to, to diesel fumes. So here we are in New York City, you take a walk and, and there's, there's diesel in, in a lot of the major cities or any road, frankly, that could be around the, around the whole country. And you can say, well, what can we do about that? Um, and I think that the study from UCLA really um, shines a light on, on a solution that, that we can take. Um, and of course, eventually we hope to, we should switch away from the diesel and, and clean the air. But for now, I love to think that some part of broccoli can help uh, protect against that. Yeah, I mean, from a nutritional perspective, a food perspective, the key lies with with what are called phytonutrients. And in broccoli and other vegetables, other cruciferous vegetables in the cabbage family, there are a large number of those that actively enhance detoxification. Um, and then, and the other huge family are the bioflavonoids which are found in fruits and vegetables and herbs and spices and teas. And, and they have a really pronounced anti-allergic benefits. In fact, the greater your consumption of flavonoids from food, the less likely you are to develop allergies. And once, if you are allergic, increasing your flavonoid consumption from foods, which, um, leads you to eat a lot of beautiful, colorful, and delicious fruits and vegetables and really tangy herbs and spices, uh, that can help to, re- to re-educate your immune system and repopulate your gut bacteria because flavonoids act as a kind of conductors in the gut and increase the growth of diverse bacteria. And what we need is diversity of bacteria in the gut. That's the key to reversing allergy. I love it, you guys. You know, I just read a study a couple of days ago looking at the healing time of the villi in the small intestine that gets so damaged when we're eating foods that trigger allergens, but also many of the environmental toxins that come in our food. And I was pretty shocked to see that the turnover time for those cells is about five days. So you can do some pretty remarkable healing. And I I don't know what you've seen in your practice, Leo. For me, I've actually seen some pretty amazing fast turnarounds doing like a power wash diet, like you talk about an elimination diet. Even in a matter of a couple of weeks, I found that people can start to see by taking certain foods out or toxins out, whether this is truly an allergic stimulation situation going on or something else. What have you seen in terms of what people can expect in terms of time? The healing can start within as short a period of time as four days. And although sometimes, you know, you don't see the full effects for a few weeks, it's a progressive process. And that's why we put the power wash in the allergy solution as a key step in 
um, re-educating your immune system. And the, the approach, the power wash approach involves two things. And I'm sure what you're talking about adheres to those same two principles. One is let's get the irritants and the major allergens out of the diet because as long as you're consuming them, they're going to be creating inflammation and it's hard to overcome that negative effect just by doing positive things. So you you have to you have to take out the you have to take out the allergens that are creating the inflammation as the first step, and then um, at the same time you're supplying concentrated nutrients uh, that are that nourish T reg cells and enhance detoxification of the several specific flavonoids, uh, folate, vitamin A, and mostly from plant sources because the uh, plant-derived phytonutrients are the ones that really enhance healing the most. Yeah, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy to, to uh, report that what we're, we're talking about, we're talking about flavonoids and we're talking about these organic foods. What it really is are really some of your favorite fruit and vegetables that you know and love, things like strawberries, things like uh, fresh parsley, uh, fresh herb of, of parsley, which is a great allergy fighter. Uh, we're looking at uh, getting, you, you, you know, you believe that, that there's something in, in nature that Mother Nature gives us in these foods, the, the vast scope of the phytonutrients, the vitamins and the minerals that you just can't get in a pill uh, or, or a supplement or a powder that there, there are things that science hasn't even uh, gotten to yet. Um, so, you know, f- for the smoothie in the, in the power wash for the soup, um, we're, we're using wonderful things like uh, spinach and green onion and kale. So it's, it's basically a lot of the, you know, the fresh foods that people love and that in a, in a special combination that you can use. And then, uh, because there's a, a lot of exciting research on, uh, oolong tea, uh, a partially fermented uh, type of tea from uh, from China. We've included that in the program. Uh, four cups of of that tea per day. So basically, throughout the day, you'd be supporting your uh, immunity. You'd be fighting um, inflammation and setting yourself up for the ability to fight back uh, against allergies. And when and when that happens. Um, we found that some other important benefits can come along too. Like, uh, for example, you might find that all of a sudden you've been able to uh, lose weight that you haven't been able to lose before or other symptoms like your headaches that you've been struggling with because um, you've, re- you've gotten rid of the allergens can go away. Or perhaps that you know brain fog um, that you've been struggling with um, disappears. And to get back to the original question, yeah, I want to reiterate that four or five days may be all that you need to really see the change. And then from there, it should be progressive. And it's a lifestyle that we're talking about. And I think that's important so that folks start to reframe not just doing things for a quick fix, but really that we're changing how we live, we're changing our environment, we're changing the next generations 
statistics are pretty serious right now that the next generation of kids' life expectancy for the first time is less than our own, less than their parents. And so this allergy situation to me is a kind of canary in the coal mine wake up call. Um, we both use the terms in our, in your current book and my forthcoming book, the perfect storm. And we really need to get people sailing out of that storm into calmer waters. The book we're talking about is the allergy solution with Dr. Leo Galland and Jonathan Galland. And I really just want to reiterate, I'm not kidding when I say that Dr. Gallon's book was the first nutrition book I bought for my family, uh, for my children. And um, that was 32 years ago, super immunity for, for kids. And this is really the next evolution that we so desperately need to help ourselves be more comfortable, help ourselves have better focus and concentration and just more comfort in our bodies, but also to help our kids with the same. And just to clarify, when we're talking about allergies, we're talking about the run-of-the-mill kind, but we're talking about a lot of hidden problems that can be impacting us and our kids, ranging from concentration and focus, which for kids can translate into behavior and ADHD. We're talking about things like anxiety, depression, um, aches and pains, and a lot of symptoms that drive us to use medications like antihistamines and digestive medications and Tylenol and things that can even ibuprofen, things that can make the situation even worse. So I highly encourage you to pick up The Allergy Solution by Leo Galland and Jonathan Galland. It's available now on Amazon. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm delighted, and really, it's such a privilege. Thank you so much. It was great talking to you. It's exciting to be working together to help people and heal the planet. It really is. <laughs> Absolutely uh, thrilled to be uh, talking with you, Aviva. Well, thank you, gentlemen, and I look forward to doing more work together, sharing cross-pollinating in the good sense of pollen, and um, thank you for the good work you're doing in the world. All of our families really need it. So best of luck, and I look forward to having you on the show to talk again sometime down the road. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Natural MD Radio. If you did, please go to avivaram.com and join the conversation about the show on my blog. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for my newsletter. It's free and it's jam-packed with powerful tips to help you take back your health naturally. That's avivaram.com. Take care and see you next time.